Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Uh, whatever time you're listening to this, I uh, hope you're having a great day or hope you're going to have a great day or hope you've had a great day and I'm glad you're back listening as we go through Galatians in our daily Devo where we talk about what the scripture says, uh, like what is the intent of writing the scripture, what is he speaking or narrating and then we talk about what does this scripture say about God and then we talk about what does this scripture say about man? And then we try and apply it to our lives uh, through the uh, uh, understanding that we've come from it, man. Uh, we've been studying through Galatians so far, and we're on chapter three now. And we're seeing that uh, Paul is super adamant about the truth of the gospel. It's important for us to recognize and know the truth of the gospel because it's the gospel that saves and it should never be changed. Um so that's really important, and let's continue to read and see what Paul is going to talk about next as we continue in this letter. So we're going to do Galatians chapter 3, verse uh, uh, 1 through 14, I, I believe. It says, You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you, before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified? This is the only thing I want to find out from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law? Or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit? Are you now being perfected by the faith? Did you suffer so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? So then, does he who provides you with the Spirit and work miracles among you do it by the works of the law or by hearing of faith? Even so, Abraham believed God and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. Therefore, be sure that it is those who are of faith who are sons of Abraham. The scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, All the nations will be blessed in you. So then those who are of faith are blessed with Abraham the believer. For as many as are the works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law to perform them. Now that no one is justified by the law before God is evident, for the righteous man shall live by faith. However, the law is not of faith. On the contrary, he who practiced them shall live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, in order that in Christ Jesus the blessings of Abraham might come to the Gentiles, so that we would receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So um, in this, these uh, couple verses, Paul is now exegeting scripture and so what that means is that he's taking uh well technically i guess he is uh showing his reasoning from scripture of what the gospel is and he's helping him to realize through kind of like a, a logical understanding he says uh if the spirit of god began in you to do something then can your flesh finish the job and he's like no <laughs> it's like a rhetorical question. He says that question, but answers it real quickly. No, uh, you can't. God can't begin something in you and then you finish it. God perfects what he does in you. And when I say perfects, I mean he completes whatever he starts in you. He's going to complete in you. Matter of fact, if we cross reference a scripture in Philippians, it says that it says he who began a good work in you will complete it on the day of Christ Jesus. So it is Jesus. It is the spirit of God that perfects you to make you better, that that salvation is complete only 
in Christ. Because if we remember the background of it is that they're trying, trying to alter the gospel and saying that it is some work or, or some action of the law that is going to bring about salvation. But Paul is quickly reminding them that is by faith or by grace, God's grace alone through faith that this happens. And uh, as we continue, he begins to give the example um, of Abraham. And the reason that he gives Abraham is because he is the paradigm of the rest of all of, I guess, really basically the paradigm of of us, of all of uh, uh, Scripture. It's just that Abraham is the forefather of the faith. He is the uh, starter, I guess you could say, of the Hebrews, the Israelite community. He, it, it all runs through him. Abraham was the one that received the promise. And that's what it says here. So uh, uh, there's a lot of Old Testament scripture that we're seeing here. It says that uh, God, knowing beforehand, went to Abraham, like that we Gentiles. And so it's not just the Jews, but the Gentiles, because he's speaking specifically to them, because they are, they do not have to become a Jew in order to gain salvation. But he's saying, knowing beforehand, he made an understanding that the way in which you come to have salvation, the way in which you come to be reconciled with God is the same way that the paradigm of the faith has done so. It is by faith or by believing in God that what he said will happen. It says that uh, knowing beforehand he preached the gospel. He preached the gospel to Abraham. So a little side note on that, guys, is that you gotta you gotta recognize that the gospel is not a, a New Testament thing. You know, sometimes pastors and stuff or, or ourselves want to throw throw aside or throw behind the Old Testament, but this can't be because Paul clearly uses it a few times here. But he uses that Old Testament to say that the gospel was even preached then. Okay, he says that uh, that through Abraham. All the nations will be blessed. And we're seeing that now. See, the Gentiles are all the nations. And we're blessed because of the sacrifice of Jesus through the lineage of Abraham. And now the true seed of Abraham, the true Israelite, because we are a part of that community, that church that extends beyond years, the church of eternity. We are a part of that if we are in Christ because we are sons of Abraham. And the way we are sons of Abraham is because of earlier how we said that we've died to ourselves and Christ now lives in us. Well, Christ is the true seed of Abraham. And because we are connected to Jesus by the spirit, if we read in um, um, if we read in first Corinthians, we cross reference that scripture. It says that that uh, we are baptized into his spirit, into one body. And that body is the body of Jesus. And so we're connected with Jesus by the spirit. And if we are connected if we have the spirit, then we're connected with Jesus. And if we're connected with Jesus, then we are the seed as Jesus is the true seed. He says that uh, there is no way in which a person can live by the law. It says because if you are in the law, you have to live the law out completely. It says that the one who lives by the law has to fulfill the law. But it says, but the righteous will live by faith. And so faith is the, I would say, I guess, the active ingredient in our salvation. It is uh, uh, what 
causes us to gain our grace. It's what causes us for the salvation or redemption of our sins, the forgiveness of those to be applied to us because of the gift of faith. What is this saying about God? Well, it's saying that that God is our only means for which salvation can occur. It is by faith in Jesus Christ. Only God can save. That wraps it around again to the gospel. And I always want to stick with the gospel because I said before, preach the gospel to yourself. It reminds you whose you are, how blessed we are, and how loved we are. And so God is the only means by which we can be saved. But not only that, it also says that God knowing beforehand. That's a, that's a powerful thing. God knows beforehand. God can see and knows all things. So take heart in that, man. Take courage in that, that there's no unforeseen event in my life, in your life, in our lives that God does not know about. And not only that, but he has a way to uh, he has a way for us to know and be able to be comforted in that because he he's got a plan. My brothers and sisters, he has got a plan. And we need to realize that earlier, uh, a couple of days ago, when we first started this, it talks about Paul was called out before um, he was even born to have a purpose and a plan. And that's one thing that we do have. We have a purpose and a plan in our life. And then in Romans, it talks about even when we mess those plans up, God can turn those things for his glory, obviously, but for our good. And so take heart in that, that God foresees and knows all that's going to happen so that we have a plan for our lives that all we have to do is walk in it to to fulfill that in our life. And uh, what does it say about man? Well, it says that man must have faith in Christ in order for salvation to occur. It's a decision that man has to make. It is uh, uh, our responsibility to respond to the call of Jesus. When the Holy Spirit seems to to uh, come and, and woo us and turn us and pursue us to seek him and know him and love him, then we must do it. It is only by faith that this grace can be applied in our lives. So we have to make that active step in faith. Though God gives it to us, as we'll see in Ephesians, but God, or we must uh, take that step. We must uh, have that faith that we can be redeemed and united with God. That is something that man has to do. But uh, how can how can I apply this in my life today? Well, I think what I'm going to do is, and I always like to say preach the gospel to myself, man, because it's important, man. I love to just bathe myself in the gospel so I can be reminded daily that Man, God loves me, even despite all the things I've done. But I think that today I would uh, just take bold steps. Just take bold steps in whatever I do, knowing that God loves me, you know, and that I want to bring glory to his name because I love him. Just take bold steps. Do what you know God is calling on your heart. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do what God is calling on my heart. And recognize that if I mess up, man, it's okay. Because God foresees that. He knows I'm going to mess up sometimes. But he's still going to work it out for his good. 
that makes things a little bit easier for me. Now, don't uh, don't get me don't get to thinking that I'm going to be doing wrong on purpose because he's going to forgive me. No, but I think that I can be excited and encouraged to try and do what I feel God has called me to do because he's forgiven me, but also because he has a purpose and a plan for me. What are you guys going to apply? How are you going to uh, use this in, in your life this morning? How are you going to take the scripture and understand it and then live it out in your life? Uh, because that's something we should do daily, man. Well, I appreciate you guys for listening, and uh, I hope that you have a wonderful, blessed day or that you've had a wonderful and blessed day or that you continue to have a wonderful and blessed day. And I will uh, see you guys in the, the next uh, uh, podcast. <laughs>